Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. People think the new fresh fragrances from Glade are fresher than fresh, like artist Angela. I guess you think we got synced up because we spend so long together? Yeah, and our poop, we poop at the same time. I wish that we did, because then it would be like, Fivehole goes shit. <laughs> Is that a good way to start? I remember when Fivehole went west. Absolutely. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. Mm. And I'm going to say welcome to Side Stories again, because evidently on last week's episode, it got so heated up top. It did. I forgot to introduce the show. You did. If we really yeah. flew right through it, you got it right off, because I was trying to start off complaining about the D.B. Cooper fever. Right. And then I just flew Wait. into this tantrum about Amelia Earhart, because she's not as good as Amelia Bedelia, but then I realized, uh, unbeknownst to me, she had a statue reveal okay. in the in Washington D.C. with that all day. of the most poly- powerful politicians Nancy around that Pelosi, day. She was in a full turban. I was so <laughs> proud of her. She did a full. She was dressed as a mummy. Isn't that which nice. was really? I don't know what culture was supposed to be for, but yeah. then when she, I can't believe that she could get up after being on her knees without having access to her hands. It, really difficult. She did uh, unleash. So this is unleash. unleash. That's the word I'm going to use. Yeah, unleash. unleash. Right. Uh, the day that the, the, I want you to understand this, last podcast listeners, side stories listeners. Sure. I don't know if you listen to only side stories. That's weird. That would be kind of odd. That'd be it? like if you're a woman who only wore, like, you only wore a bra. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ever. A, like, I think I've seen that around Los Angeles a time or two. But, but okay. I think the bras are more uncomfortable half. Am I right, ladies? I, I don't know. LPLGML.com, which would you rather? One. What can we get rid of? Um, the man's ear. Absolutely. Absolutely. As happens, I love that show. I hope it makes it. <laughs> Seinfeld. Seinfeld. The show about nothing. Actually, it was about it quite a bit. It was about, a, it was actually, the pitch was, it was about how a comedian finds his material. Isn't that wonderful? And I love to hear so much about that. <sighs> so but anyway, you were saying go, Nancy yes, Pelosi yes, unveiled please. a beautiful, sexy statue yes, of American hero um, Amelia Earhart. So what happens on our, in this world of ours that mm-hmm. we have generated last podcast network is that we have a lot of synchronicities that seem to pop up when we do certain stories and it happens all the fucking time. It what happens we, all the time. And when we say inside stories, literally the moment we release is when the breaking news of whatever it was that we were covering that week, that's when it Biggest happens. news of the week. Always gets dumped. Absolutely. The second. I mean, it might have been the second that Kissel was like, uh, a big deal about right. like, you might have been saying those words <laughs> as Nancy Pelosi used her mummy hands <laughs> to pull the curtain from Aww. a brand new Amelia Earhart it's statue. It's a beautiful statue. It's all about, and, yeah. and the whole statue is all about how great she was. She did a fantastic job of being a statue. Uh, however, the one thing the statue was missing it should have been surrounded by coconut crabs. Okay, because so I again, learned that it was very possible that she was eaten by coconut crabs, which I can only imagine are the cutest of all the crabs because I'm a coconut and they play little coconuts. I don't know why they're called coconut crabs. Maybe they like to eat coconuts. Maybe they have like fun little hairstyles. They're I very don't know. big. Are they, they big? Can, they're nine pounds. Holy crap! If you crap. look at a coconut crab, it's very big. It Whoa, reminds that's me of, too big to eat. For my tower heads out there, if anybody watched Dark Tower, don't watch the fucking movie. Love Idris Elba, but what a waste of talent. Whoa! I mean, like you could go and like watch it. Listen. Read the Dark Dark Tower series. You know what I'm talking about? The giant lobsters on the beach that he found and he shot and he had to kill Roland had to do it. But so coconut crabs, right? Coconut crabs. They come forth there. They're regularly they feed at night. 
right? Okay, like myself. They're a, they're a, mm-hmm. a late night eater. Maybe very they like similar. to play Madden as well. Very, very similar. Apparently, they have a very good sense of smell. I mean, they they have their crab smell. They're, the soft <laughs> white, we're, we're not supposed to be talking about biology, but this does connect to a story. But the soft white meat of the coconut forms the main part of the crab's diet. Also, it has to eat simple food stuff such as fruit and leaves, but it says also oh. more extreme items like um, crustacean exoskeletons that have been molted. So just eat so, but they need a lot of calories as uh, we do, right? Well, I suppose so. And if we know anything about Amelia, she had her calories in there because she had to go across the entire world. Apparently in 1940, you research, think she bulked up? She had to bulk up. It doesn't. It's not easy right, to sit in a plane for that long. Amelia and, Earhart way. In 1940, research, researchers discovered a fraction of a skeleton on an island that matched the description of Amelia Earhart. Now, I don't know how this fractured skull matched the description of Amelia Earhart. I don't know. But they say it did. And then it's they say it had big ideas. Interestingly enough, they also say that it was eaten by coconut crabs. So perhaps that's what her final day was like. There's a 90 nibbled on by coconut crabs. It's very possible. And there's a 90% confidence interver- interval that includes the weight on her pilot's license that they believe that she weighed somewhere close to 130 pounds. Wow, a petite gal, but not for a coconut crab. That's a heck of a meal. So there you go, folks. She's dead. Breaking news. Yep. She has and there's passed a statue away. Now. Um, you can go high five Nancy Pelosi. She did something important. Absolutely. And I think that the $100,000 that went, went into making that statue was well spent and oh, worth it. I'm so I'm glad sure that there's more than that. Um, I, I, I'm yes. sure it was more than that. And because uh, what I wanted to actually bring attention is how many teachers have sent me emails saying, "Can you buy me things for my classroom?" And then yes. I just think about how absolutely bonkers that is. No, I got a gun. I got a couple of DMs as well. And to be honest with you, I want to figure out a way to help. We should. Honestly, I would I love to. I don't know. I, it's devastatingly sad that we live in a world where the Democrats are currently giving $44 million to the most crazy Republicans because they think it's going to help them win. But meanwhile, teachers have to go buy their own pencils so their so, students I'm, I'm just, This is why I don't draw. get into your little world. This is why I don't get into your My political little world. world. I don't get into it because it drives me absolutely. I get filled with rage. It's infuriating. But there's the thing called, I guess there's donors choose, which is a thing that you can do okay um but still uh, we're gonna figure out something we need we're to gonna do something. figure out something do kids still i don't even know like i would give kids a trapper keeper some crayons again and, and i was left the, i, I was the, left out of the trapper keeper conversation i know because you didn't have a trapper keeper because your mother was very strange about that but do you remember the the most high-tech thing you could get 64 crayons oh, with yeah. the internal pencil sharpener that in, I was allowed. the internal crayon sharpener that's what i was allowed i was and allowed if, to have as many crayons as my imagination could afford and if you could do that if you can get that you could make a weapon out of that sharpener and you can have a lot of fun in class you really can there's also the bishop that stole jewelry oh remember the my guy that this got, guy the, is the, such the a scumbag got, he apparently um he stole 90k you know when he did it when? When he was running for Brooklyn Borough President. <laughs> Against you? No. Oh. He did it back in the day. So what kind of money laundering did you do? None. The only thing that I did was connect with my constituents, specifically one 90-year-old woman who had dementia. Hmm. And I would call her, and she would say, hello. And I would be like, hey, Ina, how are you? Yeah. And then she we didn't would know t- who she was voting for. She thought she you were her grandson. Yeah. She didn't vote. Oh, she didn't even no, vote. No, she. I ended up speaking with her caretaker, and then she was like, you know, she's very <laughs> she, ill. You couldn't even swing the vote of a dying woman. She wasn't able to get out of bed so anyway that's maybe why i got 1.8 percent because i had a connection with like five people and i would robocall them again and they're gonna be like hey just check it in you do it okay it became more of a care service than anything oh my god anyway, it was nice it it's was 90 nice. he took ninety thousand dollars from some poor sap when running for brooklyn borough president so i'm going to say rarely do we condone any kind of thievery but this man is a scumbag and it seems like he had it coming. He did. You, you got to be careful, especially if you're a pastor. Absolutely. And out there, you're hot-stepping for the Lord. You're not expecting? Fucking something come check that shit? There's nothing more hypocritical than a um, pastor covered in gold. Again, teachers have to buy every single thing for their own classrooms. Isn't that something? And now including firearms. Yes. I oh, was I mean, reading that because now they're going to be And that's why we here at Last Podcast and Left, we're putting up this great, and we want to do a series of uh, a training course for yeah. teachers where we're going to put up like little like kids dressed as school shooters, right? So you can <laughs> pop them in the head from distances, like a couple <laughs> of like liberal protesters, so you can huh? nail them from 100 yards with your crossbows, because I do feel like oh. when it comes down to it, 
it, a gun so heavy. And a lot of these, I think a, a lot crossbow of these is probably heavier. No, but yeah, a crossbow you can leave on your desk. The gun <laughs> you can, you might need to like holster it half the day. And then, what do we know about some of our teachers? They don't got time to hit the peloton. No, so pants they are falling down. <laughs> yeah. And so we don't. I don't want to embarrass our teachers as well. No, we while really they don't. have to kill. And of course, you say this, and I'm not sure. I believe that it is a little tongue in cheek. Mm. Um, but teachers are actively training for mass shooters, so they are doing that exact thing that we talked about. Much like Men in Black, much like Will Smith. Did you hear his apology for the slap? I don't want to talk but about much it. Much like Will Smith when he was training for Men in Black, mm-hmm. he had to shoot a whole series of people, but he didn't shoot the one monster because he said that monster's just crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So a teacher has to know if a student is crying because they're sad, <laughs> or, or if a student is just going to kill everybody. So <laughs> it's tough to be a teacher these days, and honestly, we do want to help out, so we'll figure out some way to do that. So if you meet a teacher, Give them five dollars. Give them something, please, God. Um, here, I want to do. All right, this has been. We've been talking real serious up top here. Oh, absolutely. And, and now it's that's why I feel like it's actually time for us to get more serious. Oh, wow. Even more serious than we've ever been before. Digging the serious hole. Yep. Okay. Like a grave. That's what a serious hole is. Ooh, that ties into hero of the week. A pool is a fun hole. Fantastic. Um, Florida man accused of driving to Space Force Space in stolen truck to warn of aliens. Do we know that this man isn't right? I don't know. We I don't, don't know, know, do we? Um, now, I think it's weird because I do feel like um, it's called, the place he drove to was called Space Launch Delta 45, which is like, I'm ready to go there. You know Absolutely. I mean? like that, there's, that's a good, I'm not saying buildings are asking for it, but if you just say like, hey, we're at the big space building. Absolutely. Like they don't, You can just do it SLD 45. No one will know what's in there. Well, they named it Space Force. They put the damn logo so from Star stupid. Trek on there. They mad. know exactly what they're doing. They, they just wanna... canceled the Space Force television show. That's how badly it's polling as a name. I think that they should they should make it after Orville. Okay, so this guy is Corey Johnson. He's 29 years fun. And he said, I got I know where the aliens are. And I just feel like it's kind of a good day well, if you work at this factory to know that this guy's coming. He's coming really fast. He's acting a little bit like Randy Quaid in uh, in uh, um, that movie nowadays in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh, see, Corey Johnson. He was he went Independence by the, Day. Independence Day. Thank you. He went by the Patrick Space Force base, uh, but he said he, the main thing is that he was attempting to get on base, and so they mm. stopped him before he can get on base, which is like good work. Um, but uh, he was he said that he wanted to get there and he was mad that they wouldn't let him in there because he said he was told by the president and the government was that there was U.S. aliens fighting with Chinese dragons. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? Big if true. Um, and a while I of here, it says Johnson allegedly took control of a Ford F-150, a little bit of a name drop for the Ford. Absolutely. The F-150. I mean, you know what Ford stands for? Fixer repair dealer. I'm a Chevy guy. And Calvin hates them. Absolutely. He urinates on them all the time, which, of course, is a fetish for Mr. Ford. Mm. He's a wealthy man who had a lot of ideas. So what the? What's the crime here? Other than stealing the car and then driving too close to a random building. That's really the main crime. And then it seems to be his ranting and raving is what allowed it to made it to the newspaper. And then he said that I did this because Joe Biden, you know how communicative <laughs> he is, he told him specifically that U.S. aliens, so okay. like aliens working with the United States government. Do you think that they would recognize our nationality? Do you think that they would care? I mean, they're intergalactic. It must, it must be like so... It must be like a sort of peon idea. Do you not remember anything from what we learned this summer about how the U.S. government has gotten the U.S. government, the CIA in specific, has gotten the aliens addicted to our marijuana and our cocaine that they have taken illegally from the cartels? No, this is completely real. Okay, okay. That they have taken when they go and they do their big giant like drug busts for show (laughs) and their pageantry of the war against drugs, right? Which Uh is over. Drugs won, right? They go and they take the <laughs> drugs that they then get because what they're trying to do is in exchange for alien technology, things like how incredible everything's going with the environment. Right. And just all the that the, the rail gun. Microwaves. Have you seen the new rail gun? Sure. They, I was they're just shooting playing, off the boat? I was just playing GTA 5. I got my rail gun. I shot a bunch of different officers they and things sh- like that. They shot, oh, they spend over something like $500 million on the rail gun, still can't use it because the battery's too heavy. Oh, they want to get a lighter battery. Yeah. So it's like you know, money was spent for a reason. You don't want to put that but, on a drone. So that type of incredible technology that we needed to get from the aliens, yeah. in order to get that, what they did, did was the old way, which we learned back in 1984 with the little dare suitcase yeah. that they used to hand around in school, where they taught you that they're like, you know what the first thing to do? Yes, sometimes right, they give yeah. you a little cocaine just to get you addicted. Absolutely. Right, they give you a little marijuana just so you get, oh, look, uh, oh, how about that color green? I haven't seen that before. Whoa, huh? Whoa you like jazz now, huh? Nice. Right? 
right? And they get you addicted to it, right? Yeah. And all these fucking aliens sitting around, they're fucking because even though they, they don't have lungs, well, why don't they have lungs? Because they, they're they're, mono, they're they're built to last. How if do they, they inhale? Biological entities. They are built to go back. How do they forth. inhale? I think they just shove it in their eye sockets or something, <laughs> or maybe they just let the smoke hit their eyeballs. Maybe they do like maybe they need somebody like Snoop Dogg or like somebody to come forward to breathe like, it on blow them. weed in their faces. And they're like fuck yeah, like the caterpillar amazing. from Alice in Wonderland. Perhaps. You know, everybody knows I'm high, like that Aww. type of thing. But yeah, you get them high on the drugs, right? So they're right. all hanging out, and like, and so yeah. Now yeah, they, I, I you think give them you... a little bit of marijuana, give them a little LSD, right? And all of a sudden they're listening to jazz, and like, this is the most incredible music. And they tell stories with a trumpet. Isn't and then that nice? It turns out it's about the notes you don't play. As soon as the drugs were off, they're like, jazz sucks. Right. They're like, what have I done? Like now Pink Floyd. We, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then what we did was show. Then the no, you need these drugs. So yeah, we but got you them just into you, the drugs. You, you prove my point. To it. You prove my point. When what? you do LSD, when you take mushrooms, when you smoke a lot of weed, what is a border, man? What is nationality? Aren't we all just Canadians? Aren't we all just Mexicans? No, aren't we all we just all, one? I cut there's that a out. Quote, there's cut a that quote. out. We're all just Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> there's a quote in the airport, and I forget which one, but it's Garth Brooks. It's a it's a quote from Garth Brooks. The Thunder Rolls. No, and he yeah, says, "I got friends in little places." No, and he says, "Yeah, we're all one race, the human race," and that's a quote from Garth Evan Brooks. Okay, so, you know his middle name is actually really nice. Isn't that nice? It's Chris Gaines. But yeah, but you know, marijuana makes some people real violent. You know, it doesn't. I know. I know. What I'm are you just talking saying, about? I'm talking about the fake war on drugs and what they say. Oh, right? I see. But so we, now we have U.S. aliens that are obviously- Fighting dragons. But they're fighting the Chinese dragons, which is it's honestly- It's awesome. To be honest, let's make a movie out of this. I think technically this just is a women's soccer match. Oh. But uh, it is, uh, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild stuff. I love it, man. They should. I wish that this guy was able to get to the I bottom of it. I wish it was real. Yeah. Because I feel like that's uh. a simpler problem. I just think if he didn't steal the car, we really are looking at zero crime at all. Yes. You're just looking at a man yelling outside And if you're going to steal my car, yeah, do something with it like this. Nah. You know, take it to where the aliens are fighting the dragons. Do something cool with it so when I get it back, the car will have stories it, to tell me. It has a story. That yes. car can go on the road. That car's like making some money for you. Absolutely. Well, uh, moving on to more biological situations here when it comes to piggies. Did you read this article in Vice World News? Now, Vice World News is really taking on the biggest issue of our time. It is possible we're on the precipice of a nuclear war, but... Did you know pigs can breathe through their buttholes? No, Kissel, I didn't. And this is something very interesting. Take a look at this. No, no, I'm looking at it. That's called Med. Yeah, and there's I'm looking a picture at it. It's, a a fart. Med, there's a, it's, it's called Med Magazine. There's a picture yep. of a piggy farting it says now, out of its butthole. I mean, this is the most fucked up thing I've, I've heard. Just a sentence. When deprived of oxygen... Pigs can breathe through their buttholes. Isn't that now, something? The thing is, is and that, maybe humans can too. Then, so you mean to tell me? Let's not experiment, because it sounds like they're just choking out these pigs, yeah. and then seeing if bubbles come out of their fucking assholes. To quote another movie, doesn't life find a way? That's Jurassic mm, Pork. That Jurassic Pork in, um, in this term, yes. But this is it shows that they the all right, okay, team of scholars in Japan, and <laughs> crucial, <laughs> crucial educators. They are. they are. They have found that pigs can absorb oxygen through the anus, which actually then and out sounds like science. This is unbelievable. This could save lives if we find out a way to breathe oxygen through our asshole. How can it fucking save lives? What if you what if you fall down face first in a puddle? You're absolutely hammered. The only thing to keep you alive is your butthole. What kind of fucking work and concentration out you gonna butthole. have to do? Just yeah, breathe out of, fucking, out of your butthole. You're absolutely. gonna have to you're gonna have to be cognizant. Because then you're going to have to switch to butthole breathing. No, the point is to train your butthole so even if your mind isn't fully uh, uh, aware, maybe, again, you're the passed out in the in. gutter somewhere. This could have saved uh, River Phoenix's life. We just don't know. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> they pumped oxygen and oxygen and liquids through the animal's buttholes. I hate and this. And it did it through. And People it's almost like me, unit. And you all tell me I'm a fucking monster because I eat pork. At yeah. least they're just dead. At least you no, shoot these, it in the no. back of the head and it's dead. You're not fucking putting tubes up its asshole These, being like, can you breathe yet? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not torturing it. Like, I'm in Unit 731. I was going to say Unit 731, but doesn't it show the progress of humanity because now they're trying this on humans? Or no, I'm sorry, I'm pigs. Because in Unit 731, they're just people. like, let's just see what the intestines do right. if you put them inside of this vacuum sealer. Uh, it turns out they come out of their asshole. Yep. Um, so anyway, they pumped a bunch of oxygen and oxygen and liquid through the animal's butthole. And then it went into their intestines. And the researchers found that they could survive without breathing. <laughs> Through their lungs. This, this is, is actually very interesting. I guess so. This is according to Takanori Takebe. It's so impressive because we never thought of breathing from the gut. 
but it's possible. It's possible. It's just, but the, it's again, <laughs> you, you, have, well, you have a thought. You ever thought if you could? Never thought if you sh- if you should. That's also Jurassic Park. That's absolutely fantastic. But if you are an athlete, for example, now you're taking in double oxygen. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be smarter. <laughs> Lance Armstrong, remar- <laughs> he had steroids so that he could do what a person should be able Lance to do. Lance Armstrong was just trying to compete with the fucking French. And we know that for a fact. And that is a public secret that no one wants to talk about is that he took that in order to be as rated up as the people that he was against. I'm not entirely against him. Okay. But I'm just saying he wouldn't have needed anything had he figured out how to breathe through his asshole. Now, of course, you would have to carve a little hole out in the seat so that the oxygen could reach the anus. And but you got the padded shorts. You should see the padded shorts that I just got for my exercise bike. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. It's a full roll-up diaper I have to wear to use it, and it is rough. So, yeah, I don't want to be breathing through my asshole if I'm on the, in my, my bin. It's not the Cirque du Soleil. The Bike of the Circa, was it called? Cirque the Bike du- of the Circa. The Bike of the Circa. Um, Inspiration can strike anywhere. The scientists were inspired to explore the unconventional breathing method by um, by loaches. Now, loaches, it's a freshwater fish that can use its intestines to breathe. Why are you just paying so much so, attention to all this? I think it's kind of right. cool. There's something about it that the I really test, like, and I feel like we're going to be able weird. to save lives. I guess the part that really like kind of makes me shudder is the uh, depriving them of oxygen in the first place. So to test mammals, to get and its co-authors. You ate a pig's eyeball in Seattle. They're dead in a second. They literally will. How never do you think they it. killed the pig? They, they just kept. They just dead in a second. But it's shot in the back of the head with a fucking the the rail the, gun, big thing, like yes. no country for old men. Yes. So they don't even know, right? So by the time I'm playing with its corpse, <laughs> it's been dead for years. It doesn't and even know. To your credit, you did wait until you were pretty drunk. I was very drunk <laughs> when I ate the eyeball, oh, God, and then I am. So I immediately was upset by <laughs> yeah. it because I had liquid shit for yeah. two days. But also our lovely bookers out there. They were wonderful. They were very sweet. Um, and But it was a dare. It was a dare. They did set you up well, where you had well, to do it. Well, what they did was they do say the thing, being like, well, we did pluck out its eyeballs. So you're not going to eat it? And you're like, <laughs> you're right. I, I guess you're right. You, you, you're you a maniac, but I love you. Yes. Um, but this is when they, they just the idea that they, they first, like, I guess they put them underwater, like they stick their heads underwater, and then they stick oxygen gas in their fucking in ass in their, their asshole. Yeah, but it's just so they like, can breathe. That's that's tor- that's insane. And the aforementioned Akibi, uh, the man who was quoted by Henry Zabrowski, interestingly enough, he practices medicine at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital. So isn't that funny? Um, so there you go. <laughs> you, uh, How sick is Billy? That's what be like. Let's, let's say we have a. I think we have a way of curing him, and they just lie, right? They just lie. They'd be like, "We think that we can cure Billy." Meanwhile, the whole time they're dunking his head in the fucking no, tub. Look at the this. tubes of his asshole. Be like, "Can you breathe, Billy?" It can says, you breathe. It says that because of the membrane in the butthole, it could help with blood clots. It could help with bleeding. It could help with COVID nineteen. They're just saying shit to get funding. How does it help with COVID-19? <laughs> I don't know. How does it remotely help? I don't know. Apparently, because when you jam a bunch of oxygen in something's butthole, like a mouse, um, they said the, the rodents survive longer. I mean, they die, but they survive longer. It's because you're still you're, you're depriving the top <laughs> yeah. half of oxygen. So it does. You, you are setting up the parameters for it to die. You're doing it. The science yeah. is doing it. This is not naturally happening. No one's never been. Have you, can you ever imagine being like, I just don't understand the idea that you'd be stuck top first in a well? well? Mucosa. This is something that stops, apparently it's in the butthole somewhere, and it stops the butthole from taking in oxygen. So they re- they removed this mouse's mucosa. And then they said- Because they probably shouldn't go up there. They said, okay, this is what they said. So they said, the mouse, the mice with their mucosa removed stopped gasping for air altogether and showed no signs of cardiac arrest. I mean, there was a lot of mice that were just dying. <laughs> this is what happens in a children's hospital. Uh, again, how, give teachers how more pencils. Uncomfortable. They can't. They spent again fifty million dollars on this. This is what they there also are say. Kids that, there are kids that don't have. They don't have an iPad. No, yeah. They can't learn to read. No, yeah. They're just and they're just going straight out to vote multiple times with their parents. Um, they also say, but given mucosal removal, uh, it might be uncomfortable for patients. Yeah, I bet it will so, be. So um, they they tried a different approach, delivering oxygen in a liquid form. 
So oh, there you go. Geez, this could save oh, a life. Oh, that's even worse. In a 50 kilogram pig, when we provide this size of liquid oxygen to the butt, <laughs> they can survive 30 minutes, even when experiencing lethal respiratory failure conditions. Jesus fucking So Christ. they still die. <laughs> yes. They still die. They still die. Yeah, they're they're yeah, filled with are... backwards farts. Yeah. Those I'm... are backwards farts. We haven't cured cancer. I feel like there's a lot of things we got to keep our eyes on that's not this. Yeah. I feel like this was at the bottom of some pervert's list <laughs> that I never thought. Because this all came from me talking about how in acting class we'd learn to breathe from our buttholes. But that was about relaxing. Absolutely. Um. So uh, Takibi says, uh, Takabi says funny, they so. plan to start human clinical trials as early as this year Great. to prove. Sign me up. It's real life efficacy. Honestly, does it mean I can't see or read anything anymore? Because I'll be fine with it. Um, Do uh, I just dunk my head into the water and then you just pump shit up my asshole? Honestly, if you're doing it out there, will you please fiddle with my prostate a little bit? Well, it's just, If we're doing this, make me come. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because I'm not doing this without coming, okay, Mr. Doctor? And you I, well, that's up to this. you. You get none of this Snapple. That's up to you. Because what's nice about me, too, there. is that I'd be a great candidate for this because of how wide set apart my butt cheeks are. Absolutely. It gets right in there. You can see right to the hole. Um, I have a oh, really what? interesting... Interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. Interesting. Yeah, it really is interesting. Um, there, I there, a, was, there was some complications, though, with inflammation. Yeah, I bet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's all a bad idea. Live from your grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of spring Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders... I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Bravo. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Can I be combined with any of the offer comparison of prior classic burgers? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Um, this next story is a, uh, this is a evergreen story that I wanted to bring up that I thought was really interesting. It's about the disappearance at Lake Anjikuni. 
Ooh. I got into this because I, 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 someone messaged, and I think that they were correct that we should like why we should have some more spooky in there because sure. I try to do the Somerset Man story to you, and you seemed nonplussed. You didn't, you didn't, you weren't that into it. You mm-hmm. didn't think it was interesting that a man, that unidentified man, can show up and be dead, and then you don't know who he is. Well, they did find out who he was. Not really. Yeah, he was an engineer. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's not. You could never know. Because He's we just don't an engineer. Know. No, no, no. We don't know if that's just like that guy. in your past is, life. You weren't. You weren't Henry VIII. You were. You were just some peasant. You were just. It's. it's, it's you're never going to find a wealthy man. Still, yes. He's. He is now. Maybe he might be identified. Okay. As Carl Charles Webb, but you didn't find it interesting, which I understand. Okay. Right. Great. But this is actually very interesting. Now, in Lake Anjakuni, okay, this is in Canada's none of it region. Um, you never want to go to the <laughs> to all of it because it's just very overwhelming. Oh, you don't want to go down there. We're no. having a fun day today. Okay, all right. So this is 1930. This a hunter named Joe Labella. He was out <laughs> hunting uh, one freezing. It was November day. I got this from ParanormalCatalog.net. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I like to cite my sources. I um, and he went to so apparently during the north in, in the Northwest Territories of Canada. It sucks. Right. right. Like, it's supposed to be very beautiful, but it's very harsh, wintry land. And people go up there to hunt, right? And they go up there and they can do kind of shit. It's like a lot of it's been purchased for oil rights now. Okay. Right? And so you go up there and you, uh, they, they, they walk around. I guess they're looking for, for Probably bears. Beaver? Maybe a beaver, bears. What do you hunt up there in the old, what do they even call it? It's not the outback. It's the up front. The Yukon. Yeah. I think the they Yukon. Take, I think, I think like, it is the Yukon. I think it is the Yukon. Yes. Um, and so, but they it's kind of scattered with the, these Inuit villages. Now, the yeah. Inuits are obviously, they have adapted very well to the harsh the harsh environment, right? And they I mean, are, I bet you they would love to live in the city. But they don't know. Okay. I think a lot of them don't know. And I actually think that a lot of them would find this, this city to be disgusting and actually disconnected from the natural world. You know what? I want to get back to nature. Look at you. You're I, already half tree. I do. I I am, and I was watching. You know what I watched the other day? You know how you hate little houses? Yes. Tiny homes. They're trailers. I watched a show called Van Gogh, but it was all about a man who decorates vans, and then you can live you can low. You have the opportunity to, to live, live in, in your van. Yeah. But he did say it's not forever. It's just for every now and again. That's what I did. Yeah. I lived in my. It's called I lived in my car. No, but you know, in Brooklyn, you did. Yeah, I didn't I'm talking have about a home. Being, no, I'm talking about I didn't ha- have a home. I was in between, I was quote unquote in between homes You're and I homeless. had to live in my car. Yes, so. because you have to struggle to make it as in this in this entertainment business of ours. Yes, I'll never go back. You, unless you you're can never, a no child you could, born into it. Yes. There's no way you could ever tell me that living in your van is not living in your car. No, it's living in your van. It will I mean that's just part that's just we're splitting hairs here. Lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. But anyway, what I'm saying it's is lifestyle. it's good to get back to nature. It is. It is. Um so we went out there uh and so this guy Joe Labella so a lot of times when guys are out there hunting what they'll do is because it seems maybe I'm incorrect but it seems that the Inuit people are actually very sympathetic and uh they help people okay. that come out there. And so it's kind of known secret that you go out and kind of a, go to one of these villages that are scattered amongst the really harsh terrain and a lot of times they'll hitch they'll probably take care of you. They might murder you, I don't know. But don't we, know. we don't know those people because they didn't come back and they Absolute, were out there in the first absolutely. place. Absolutely. And so he stayed he came upon this place that was a village near Lake Anjikuni. Um and he said because he I was like, "Oh, I'll go here. It's near to where I was." And then when he arrived, everyone was gone. He arrived at what appeared to be a fully functional village uh-huh. that had disappeared. Everyone inside of it had disappeared. That's creepy. In mid-action, right? He found the, there was a bunch of like people making garments, and they found they were all half done. There were needles still in the in the uh, fabric. They were yeah. all just like laid out. Um, charcoal black food, like literally like food that had been burnt that was put over spits to be cooked, was Whoa. found just completely cooked up, right to nothing. Um, and he said one of the scariest things was coming across the sled dogs, and they found seven. And sled dogs that had starved to death. Oh my goodness! And they were just there. Uh, Why did they just eat the meat? They were tied up. Oh, they were not supposed to. Honestly, whatever happened, everybody disappeared That's real horrible. quickly. And the most mysterious quality of this Mystery. is at the very ends of the village, they found a dug up grave <gasps> that had been what well, he said. The way that Joe Labella. Now there are some accusations that Joe Labella might be exaggerating, but we don't know. Okay, hunters have stories, don't they? Yeah, but I, I don't think they're like fishermen. 
Fishermen, fishermen they're known to lie. Of course they are. Right, they're always out there cheating on their wives with their best friend. Absolutely. What happens in the water stays in the water. It yes. ain't gay if we're not on land. Nope. I've heard that before. Uh, unless you got well, a, I was you having got a, sex with a man. If you got a pole in your hand and a pole in your butt, it ain't gay. It ain't gay at all. It's just double fishing. But I do think that hunters tend to tell the truth because they see with their eyes. They know what they're looking at. They, they, do. they And also, they study scat. And if you study mm. scat, there's something that's honest about you because you don't care how disgusting it is because you you're looking read, for the truth. You can read shit. You can read poop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if it's you can do that, impressive. it is. I mean, I don't know how people track things. People are like, you can show you over there. Are you sure you own it? You no, got yes. that bent poplar branch over there? You must be. That's a biped. That's a, that's a seven foot biped. Absolutely, bypad. Yeah, and I actually grew up on Poplar Street in Plover, Wisconsin, for a little while. Wow, I reached all the way back into the back of your mind, and I knew a little detail about your Poplar, little childhood. Yes. Um, but he, uh, they said that how he knew that it was a a. So he saw this grave that was disturbed at the end of the village, and he said oh. the way that he knew that it was human, that it was a human grave, was that it was circled by these decorative stones, and uh, but the corpse, whatever it was inside of it, it was either built, it was either dug to be filled yeah. or it was emptied. Wow. And there was nothing inside of it. Now, they launched an investigation. What year was this? It was in the year 1930. Okay. They launched an, they launched an investigation. They believe that the people... Yeah. And they believe that the people inside of the town have been missing for eight weeks. Holy shit. Now, there is no explanation. That's very, there's very no. weird. And there's still some conjecture that the dude made it all up. Well, where but is the people? Where are the people? They're not there no more. <laughs> well then, it must have been UFOs. No, I mean that's, it could have been. Well, could have been the Sasquatch. That there was tales of pulsing lights seen in the sky above the village. That's why we need to do our TV show. We can't wait. Oh my God, can we go to nicer places? Actually, it's gonna be freezing cold if we go there. We're gonna. This is a part of the TV show. If we do it, oh. it's gonna be us being physically uncomfortable. Yeah. But if we go, but the story is very. Uh, so it was completely abandoned. They, again, they, they didn't know where all these guys went, but they saw weird. these lights above the village, right? And they saw these hovering, like, kind of weird pulsing lights. And so some people say, like, maybe this is an example of one of, of a big old-fashioned group abduction, yeah. right? But that's uh, we, we don't see a lot of that. Absolutely. These days. Perhaps but, that's where they got the technology to breathe from their assholes. I hope. I think that they, it would come be aliens. I think it would be complete. You know what I mean? I don't think complete. we need to go through human trials if we got it from extraterrestrials. I think if we start breathing through our assholes for long enough, the butthole would develop a tongue and teeth. And then think, about the, think about the opinions that come from that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Um, but uh, there's a lot of people who say, well, what about the Northern Lights? Because they do have, there is a lot of Yeah, but the Northern Lights don't abduct entire tribes of people. We don't know, do mm -hmm. we? I say what we do is, and, and maybe this is, I'm talking <laughs> off the cuff here, and I haven't really thought about this completely, but <laughs> great. I say we scud the Northern Lights. You want to blow up the Northern Lights? I think that it's time for us to smart bomb the Northern Lights. You because sound like Vladimir Putin. Because they like... If yeah. they, oh, you want to act like, oh, you have dominance. Or, I thought America was searching for full spectrum dominance of the skies. Yeah, but the northern, the, you can hear the northern light. You can see the northern lights. And if you're really tripping hard, you can hear them too. Yeah, and they go like, hey, fuck you. Hey. Oh, fuck hi, you. northern lights. Go home. You left your fucking sink on. But you can see them in America. Yeah. And sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. They're getting closer. I hope so. Like the threat of terror every Why day. Not? You see Joe Biden stopped terror yesterday. I know. Thank he God he killed it that seventy-one-year-old man. Not a day before cancer was going to take him. I do love that they just like Jerry. I do like the geriatrics are just killing each other. Hey, There's I something say, cute about it. But one less seventy-year-old. You feel is safer? Good. Do you feel safer now? Kinda. Yeah. It was. I mean, it's always fun. Yeah. It's always fun to get a good American kill in, but um, it's just you know we're getting. Hey, man, we're getting too. I don't want to get political. This is a safe space. <laughs> it is. Right? It's a I safe hate. space for all people. I know. I don't um, want to get political either. Trust me, it is disgusting. Same the jetpack, also the jetpack guy is back. Because there is was a, a little bit of a story that people try to say that it was a hoax, and I was looking into it. And they, they, the jetpack guy isn't a hoax. He's up there with the jetpack. There were some people saying that it was a balloon attached to a thing. No, what? Stupid. No, people. it was definitely jetpack guy. People giving up on the mystery. But but the people that I the people that are really there people like me people high on indica. If you would have said he's the Mothman, I'd be like, yeah, it's a bit of a conspiracy. But he's a man in a jetpack. They said there was a Jack Skellington balloon attached to a drone. 
Jack Skellington. Oh my this goodness, he's saying. too thin you to fly. Think, you don't think I couldn't identify Jack Skelton? I love Jack Skellington. We all do because mm-hmm. he was the first. He was the technically the first nerd with the huge dick. He was the first guy that we knew was a super lanky guy with a huge cock, yeah. and then he has the the golf the goth girlfriend that he I had know. constructed by a man from out of town. He had custom built. He did. Um, but yes, Jackpack guy is back because okay. um, they're saying that there was a new sighting of him uh, this this Wednesday. This like just happened. Okay. So, and uh, he's up in there, but we don't know. Again, what we were covering last, it was a lot through all of the summertime. I know, uh, the Rocketeer. It is a guy in some form of, some some kind of jetpack that is past commercial grade that is buzzing the LAX airport yep. here in Los Angeles. And we don't know who this motherfucker is. I hope he doesn't get sucked into an engine and take a plane down like those goddamn Canadian geese. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com are... Are you the LAX jetpack Seriously, reach out. We'll keep your identity secret. I actually think the technology is pretty cool. The only thing that I've seen that that uh, comes similar is the thing that you can put in the water, and then the water jets it up there. Well, like that's it's brand like, new. That's awesome, though. I know, but then they're trying to do that. Now, we wonder, right, because Jeremy Corbell released that uh, footage of a device, something that looks like a nuts and bolts uh-huh. UFO, dipping in and out of the ocean. And now the U.S. government is trying to say, oh, that's us. That was our thing. And it's, again, it's all about winking to the Chinese, being like, you gonna come? You gonna come? I know, buddy. I got into a foreign policy hill yesterday. It's scary times out there. Alright, well, just last before we get to before we get to Hero of the Week, um, scientists are turning dead spiders into necrobots. Um, yeah, so dude. that's kind of fun as well. So a person saw a dead spider in the hallway, and they're like, I bet you can turn it into a robot. And then they did. So anyway, that's happening. Yeah, man. It is, uh, it's interesting because what they actually realize is that the limbs of the spider could be used to carry things much heavier than its own weight. Yep. It's like a it's like a stronger claw. No, it's old for claw little machine. micro things. It's it, That, to me, is interesting and fascinating. It's interesting. I but mean, it's, it's kind of creepy. But I also I love spiders. I don't hate them. That's I now sure. have learned to. I, like I pick up spiders with my hands and I put them outside. Oh, I don't ever never sweet. kill a spider in your home. I don't kill a they're, spider. They're very, very helpful. I've been dealing with bullet ants, and uh, the spiders have been very helpful. They, they are supposed to they handle that. That's I why know. I say to you at home, bring more spiders into your also, house. Also, in my in my new house, between Jerry, because uh, he, he he follows all the squirrels. He says, arf, arf, get out of here. Yep. But he can't be in the front yard because he's going to escape because he's yes. a psycho. I have a little black cat that's coming by, and I love him. Have you been feeding him? No. I should, though. I think he's eating the mice. Or well, she. I mean, it depends on what they. You got to look at its genitals first of all. First it's, of all, I, Kissel, before you ever speak about this cat again, you must identify if it has a pussy or if a fucking dick. All right. <laughs> I know for a fact it's got a butthole. I expect you to do that. All right, will do. I'll let you know. I'll take a popsicle stick and check it out. Live from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. Go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape. Put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Okay, everyone. It's time for Hero of the Week. Who's it going to be? Hero of the Week. 99-year-old Katrina Orduna Perez. Uh, She was a grandma, as you can tell, because she's 99. She was a grandma. She was. And she says, I want a fun tombstone. And her tombstone, it's going to be a giant statue of a dick on top of her grave. I love this. It's very funny. You see the cock? You see the cock? It's nice. It's pink. It's a good marble. Oh, yes. It's five and a half. It's a five and a half foot tall cock. And the balls and balls. And it weighs nearly 600 pounds. And it is there as a recognition of her love for life and her joy for life. And I love this woman. Uh, Her grandson says she wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican, where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. I love how She was always very avant-garde, very forward, thinking about things. This is great. Doña Cata. An absolute legend. And I guess it's like, I guess the term is that it's the, the, they say right here is that there are a few words in Mexican slang as dynamic as a verga, which is perhaps best translated in English as cock. Is that right? Cock. Uh, Fernando likes it. He understands. He, he can teach us, right? <laughs> yes, right? I Depending hope he on can how phrase, verga can be a brutal insult, telling oh. someone to go fuck themselves, Whoa. they did a la verga, or that they're not worth shit. Vale verga. 
Or it can be a compliment, saying something is verga, which means cool. Look at yep. that Give beautiful cock. I love the ridge. Ball. I love the ridge. It's veiny. And certainly if that thing could ejaculate, it, it would big loads. It would go to the heavens, wouldn't it? Just like her soul hopefully hey, also, has. Again, I want to attack you again. It could be a dripper too. Not all dripper. Not all men sure. squirt. They all do. They yes, all do. If it's a dripper, you drips. actually need to go to the doctor. No, it's actually some... very dangerous if it just drips out of you. No, it's very normal. <laughs> no, it's it doesn't. Yeah, it can't just. It can't always shoot. <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, I think I'm. I think that you are incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> that is new to me. You are incorrect. That is new to me. Also, just on, and also just, uh, so this person got a big cock for their tombstone. Also, there was a dude who saved 42 dogs, so that was very sweet. That's, from wow. When I th this is the third week in a row you've had human heroes. Oh, I know it. Sometimes humans do well. And then I and make it's important because you could see the thing about us is that we try not to get in a rut. We're always no. moving and changing. We're always mixing it up right oh, here. absolutely. Trying to keep it fresh. Absolutely. Trying to keep our relationship fresh. Mm -hmm. Trying mm -hmm. to keep our time. Oh, our bodies. We're doing better. I'm working on it. You are. So you're looking great. Uh, if we get a before if we do if we do get a TV show, I gotta get a TV weight. You could be way fatter. I could be way fatter. Been way fatter. You know what I'd say? Girdles. You know what's so nice? I actually so I'm I bought a new I bought some new velour velours. I know I saw some new velours. Yeah. Yeah, I got some new velours, and interestingly enough, I got them from this company, and it, it's very exciting. Uh, they it's from Sweatsito, and the woman uh, texted me. Um, what I wanted if I wanted topaz uh, stones or stuff like that. And then she said, hail yourself. So she's a fan. Oh, that's really nice. So Sweatsito, check them out. I'll let you know how these new ones fit. Yeah, and honestly, and you look, you fill it out in a way that's good. <laughs> not an insulting way. Not, right. not, not insulting. That's great. Well, here we go. There's some listener emails. Hi. My name's Kylie. And I'm going to cut it right to the team Fantastic. problem. Hi, I'm Kylie. That's great. Oh. I love <laughs> her cosmetic line. It's just for me. It's been several years since this happened. We've not been able to find any evidence. <gasps> I think you guys can help. Hmm. It, it's 2016. I'm at my parents' house in Los Angeles County. And our friend Marty comes over, obviously weirded out, and proceeds to tell us why. Apparently, Marty was getting gas in Monrovia when a Hispanic man parks a box truck on the street near him, jumps out, and approaches Marty looking extremely distressed. Hmm. Marty's Ecuadorian, so it makes sense that the man went up to him in a sea of tall whites and Asians. Hmm. The man holds his phone and tells Marty, you have to help me, man. There's something fucked up in that truck. It's a demon, like a spirit, like a bad one, man. It got me caught up like in time and I got out, but like I have it here so you can see. Would you go look, please? I need you to look. Yeah. Right? He's saying this crazy shit. The man holds his phone up and holds out the photo app. Marty can see a full page of recent photos and videos that have been taken from what looked like the driver's seat of the box van. The man then scrolls through, showing Marty a video of him filming himself in the van and tells Marty to look at the traffic outside. The traffic appeared to be moving at an outrageous speed as the man spoke in the video at an unedited normal pace. He said this thing was in there hmm. floating around and it trapped him in slow motion. This is, I love this. This is crazy. Marty is in his early 40s and works with computers, so he immediately assumed that this was some kind of prank. Marty is a very quiet, intelligent, and empathetic individual. His reaction was to continue to entertain the man kindly, and that's a good lesson for all of you. Absolutely. When you crazy, just say yes and and back away slowly. Right? Absolutely. The man then shows him multiple pictures and videos of some type of reddish gray pixelated orb like thing moving around the man in the cab of the truck the object moves strangely hovering over the man's right shoulder pulsing towards the phone as if warily investigating its form only slightly distorts the man's face when it moves forward and covers parts of him weird the distortion is not pixelated but warped twisted and pulled so what it's just a fun Snapchat filter at this point, right? The man desperately scurries through hundreds of other photos and videos of him in the cab of the truck, finding one last video to share. This time, the object floats at his shoulder, then suddenly lunges at the phone, then back, lunges again, filling the screen entirely with this distorted mass. Weird. Marty said this video was when he realized he had been looking at some form of face. 
in this orb. The face became completely clear when it filled the camera. Now, Marty said the face was absolutely wildly realistic. Demonic is fucking super cool. Apparently, it even hovered over the man's face as if it was some form of mask, forming perfectly to make his features its own. Cool, right? Marty asked if the man had seen this thing outside the truck or how it happened. The man told him he was just driving a new truck for a company and it happened two hours before, but to him, it was only 15 minutes. Wow. The box, right? The box truck was white with a few Chinese characters on the side. Marty asked what the man was transporting, hoping it would be some kind of spooky shit. It was noodles. Oh. Marty told the man he would need an exorcist because the demon is real. Marty pointed to the church across the street. A nasty priest stood at the doorway giving goodbyes to all the people. He just took a bunch of money from there being able to read a book out loud. <laughs> so the man raced across the street to the holy man. Marty watched as the man motioned wildly and gave the same performance with the photo photos and videos to the priest. The priest ran inside, gave the man a Bible, the Bible and a flask of, of holy water. Okay. And so we were all super excited about this incredible work of horror public performance art, prank style. Unfortunately, since 2016, despite weekly then monthly internet searches for this awesome piece, we found nothing. I'm 27. I'm very keen ability for searching the internet. I would have I would have asked this to your audience over your social media, but I think that shit is grody. Now, as I per yeah. previously implied, Marty's a genuinely good person. He's not also a storyteller. Hmm? Interesting. Also, 2016. My understanding is the Snapchat filter wasn't around. Or I mean, maybe maybe different it was the beginning. Thing. It was different then, though. It's different thing. Nowadays. Yeah, uh, I actually think there was Snapchat then. No, I know there was Snapchat, but now that the facial recognition filters, I don't think were quite as perfected as they are now. All right. No, probably not. No, no. Um, I got all right. So what I could do? There was a good. We're, there's a there's a story about an evil butler. Oh. And there's a story about uh, farting. Let's do the evil butler. Yeah, because we knew a lot of farting. We and did, I'll come we back. Did with I will the just because I did ask about the extended farting because of the episode that we yeah. did. So we will. I will bring that back. What up. do we circle back? We'll circle back. Yeah, we'll circle back on that. Put a pin in it and circle back. Business. You guys are dead on about butlers being a massive pain in the ass. Yes. I used to be a dominatrix. I once got a submission through my website from a man who wanted to serve as my butler. He claimed to have gone to butler school and he had the whole outfit, tails, gloves, the works. I thought it'd be fun to have him around for a party. Sure. Right? He did an amazing job organizing it all beforehand, shopping for provisions, taking people's coats, serving drinks, and bringing around snacks. So far, so good, right? Yeah. After this successful test drive, he tried to suggest being my full-time butler. Back then, I'd have clients come to over to clean my toilet and scrub my floor, but I wasn't about to let this weird man move in. So I asked him to explain in detail how he imagined such an arrangement would work. And he described something akin to a boot camp. He'd call me at 6.30 a.m. to wake me up, show up with breakfast at 7, take me to errands, schedule my appointments, and ensure I keep them, make sure I stick to a bedtime. Basically, every 20-year-old's living nightmare. Yeah. So not to mention clear of what he's, I guess the term here is topping from the bottom. Okay. Which I believe is backseat driving. Uh, okay. Now, long story short, <laughs> as tempted I was by the promise of a free daily breakfast, I took a hard pass. The experience led me to believe that butlers are probably all power-hungry perverts to some degree. <laughs> well, indeed, they are in control, aren't they? You look at Elbert from The Batman, and uh, he has a lot of power in the Wayne family, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but also not. He can still be fired. Yes, and the most recent Robert Pattinson Batman, he does threaten to fire him. Yes. And he says, who are you? You're not my dad. Yeah, yeah but then basically he's raged you. Robert Pattinson. I love Robert Pattinson. We love him. We love him. Cities in itself. I love that movie. Right. So live every day wondering if I could breathe out my asshole, would I have bad breath? Isn't that a funny little road comic <laughs> thought? Um, and then you can like laugh about it. You can laugh just thinking like, oh, wouldn't it be funny? Because then my asshole, right, will be. I can just think about my apology tour when I go up there to the press conference yeah. and I say like, hold on a second, like, and then drink from a bottle of water and then talk out of my asshole into the the, the series. Jim Carrey did right? that. Yes, you remember him. him? Yeah. Remember what you remember him? I do remember him. He's very famous. Very though. famous. Very right? successful. And you can laugh about that. Yeah. And then you can love knowing that ain't nobody can ever drown you because your buttholes, you nose. And you <laughs> um, are also probably intrinsically flawed because of that. And it's probably made you a bad person. Anyway. Well, I don't know about that. But all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Uh, you better be. Hail yourself! Hail Satan! Magustalations, everyone. Hail me, motherfuckers. We'll see you this week with part two of Salem Witch Trials. Can't wait. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.